Hello and welcome to UC Today. I'm Senior Editor Tom Wright and I'm delighted to be joined by William from Cool Tower. Thanks a lot for joining us today. Thank you, Tom. It's a pleasure to be here and uh, looking forward to the session today. Thank you. Yeah, it's great to have you. Um, and let's actually set the scene for the session. I think it's a good place to start. We're, um, customers are seeing quite a lot of challenges as they're getting ready for hybrid work in the moment. I wonder if you could just talk through some of the things you're seeing in the market. Sure. Well, you know, I think uh, uh, everything kind of started differently, right? Or, or kind of what we like to call the, the new reality that started to happen right around the pandemic when it hit uh, right around the beginning of 2020, you know, depending on what part of the world uh, you were in. I know it, here in North America, it was pretty much right around March of 2020. And, and the hybrid work for a lot of organizations really just overnight uh, just became something that was just a new reality that, that we had to work with. And now that it's been uh, a, a few years uh, since the pandemic hit, kind of folks are trying to get back into the workforce as far as do you go back to the office? Do you work from home? Do you have a hybrid uh, uh, work type of policy overall? Uh, employees and employers are, are working together <laughs> in most parts, hopefully, to kind of figure out what's kind of the best environment for them. You know, you've had some employees that are more productive uh, uh, working in a hybrid or working in a remote environment. You have others that uh, can't be sitting in an office at home all day by themselves. They need that uh, that human interaction, right, and everything in between. So I think that when you start to look at organizations, it's really trying to make sure that they find that common balance of uh, providing some flexibilities for employees, making sure that they can keep the talent that they want that's really performing well uh, and not really upset the apple cart. I think it, it really kind of comes to that. So it is a, it is a challenge really trying to figure out what exactly works you know best overall and uh, one of the things that we've seen over the, fa the, the last few years on that is that uh, it also comes down to what are the necessary tools that employers are providing to employees uh, to make sure that they can be productive and effective uh, at their work so that's obviously one of the new uh, items that's really critical in any type of uh, hybrid work environment that organizations are setting up for their employees. Yeah, and businesses have adopted a lot of tools over the last couple of years. So I wonder if you're seeing many companies settle on more than one collaboration platform. And if so, how can you at Cooltower help them manage that? Because you know, that could get quite complicated if they're not managing that ecosystem effectively. Yeah, it, it really can, right? I mean, if you start going back, you know, several years ago, and I've been in the industry way too long to even count the years, but uh, when you really start to look at the evolution of where it's actually come, you know, before you would sit in the table and and, and work with some decision makers and it was the CIO and maybe the IT manager or the IT director, or even back in the day you had a telecom manager that was kind of separate from the IT team that kind of separated always uh, IT and, and voice as two different things. But now it's all been merged together. Um, and in addition to that, sitting at that table is no longer just the CIO uh, or the IT manager or director. Now you have the, the chief marketing officer, you might have the VP of sales, uh, you might have the client success manager sitting there. Uh, you might have a VP of support uh, sitting there overall. So you have a lot of different uh, organizations or, or departments within the organization that are requiring different tools and different applications to make their jobs uh, more effective and to help grow the organization. And what we're finding is, is that uh, it's not really a one-size-fits-all, right? Marketing has different needs than account management. Account management has different needs than accounting. Accounting has different needs to support, et cetera, et cetera. So in a lot of cases, I'm not going to say it's five or six different platforms that organizations need, but usually it is more than one. 
And it's really about making sure that you can adapt those platforms to the specific requirements of each one of those departments. What all IT organizations are really trying to avoid today is really shadow IT, right? You don't want somebody going out there and buying a conferencing license uh, that's not part of your ecosystem overall to make sure that you could uh, work effectively. So it's really about trying to find you know, what actually works, listening to what your employees and your department managers are saying that they need, and then trying to find which platforms are going to work best uh, overall for your organization. In a lot of cases, it is multiple platforms. Uh, it might be multiple conferencing platforms. It might be multiple video ones. It might be multiple unified communication ones that you have to work with. And you have to work with organizations like Call Tower that are not uh, really single-threaded, right? I mean, our, our, our biggest thing is really making sure that we can bring multiple different platforms to customers in a hybrid environment that are going to work well for them, and we kind of do that heavy lifting for them. Let the IT organization work on being part of the organization to help grow, and let us worry about those communication needs uh, that they need overall. So it's really about making sure that you're listening to your employees, listening to those department managers, and bringing the right solution for them so that they know that they're heard and at the same time that you're going to bring them the best options available uh, to make them more effective. And Call Tower is obviously in quite a good position there because you've got a global reach with both Microsoft Teams and WebEx. So what kind of trends are you seeing there and what sort of uh, benefits are you able to pass down to your customers with that, um, that global reach? Sure. You know, we're, we're in uh, roughly about 150 countries that we do provide uh, services to our customers. So pretty much all over the globe uh, that we're able to connect to our customers and, and really provide to them the same end user experience, uh, whether it's a location or an end user in China or over in Brazil or over in the UK, uh, they're going to get that same experience overall. And uh, we all know that Microsoft and, and Cisco are, are really kind of dominating the, the UCAS market uh, overall. And what we're able to bring to the table there is really bring options or solutions to the customers that they could look at either going in one direction or another, or they could look at going into kind of more of a hybrid mode. We have a lot of customers that are saying, hey, I'm, I'm getting ready to get rid of my premise-based solution and I'm moving over to Cisco WebEx calling or a WebEx dedicated instance, or I'm moving over to Microsoft Teams. I'm not ready to do a full rip and replace on my existing system, so I want a nice transition or migration plan uh, over the next year or 18 months. And we're able to provide that journey for that customer, right? Depending on how fast or how slow they want to go into a phased implementation, we're able to connect that to them and make sure that we give them a secure environment so that you could have a premise-based user connect to a cloud user uh, and everything in between and still have the same benefits as the cloud user, but slowly and surely do that migration for them. Uh, you want to make sure that you're able to do it within your own network uh, so if we happen to have a prem-based user that we deliver a SIP trunk to and uh, they're all of a sudden connecting, let's say, to one of our Microsoft Teams users, it's going to stay within the call tower network and it's never going to uh, touch that public switch telephone network, that PSTN call. So I think that that's very important for customers to understand you know, where those solutions are coming and how to really integrate those. And we do that really through what we call to uh, call tower connect, which is really our administrative portal which gives the ability for our customers uh, to actually manage these different types of hybrid environments overall. So if I'm adding a user, whether it's on my prem-based solution or whether it's on my WebEx or on my Teams, I'm going to Call Tower Connect to make that change, to make that telephone number active uh, and that user active within my system. So it's really about making sure 
that you provide the, the comfortable solution and easy to use type of platform for the administrators and work with somebody that has the success in doing this year in and year out, uh, working with those large complex UCAS platforms overall. Yeah, and you've mentioned um, calling a couple of times there, and I think if video was the trend a year or two ago, it's certainly a cloud voice and getting voice into these platforms, that's a big trend at the moment. And there's a few ways that businesses can do this. So what kind of trends are you seeing in that space? Yeah, you know, before the, the pandemic, right, I mean, it was kind of, uh, and I always kind of laugh at this, it was, we, we would probably get on one video call a day and the rest were all voice calls. And now it's the complete opposite, right? Now it's, uh, if you're not on video, what's going on? <laughs> Why are you not on video anymore? So it's, it's definitely changed the way that we do business, uh, I think, overall, you know, with, with customers and looking at the way that they want to be effective overall. So I think video is just becoming a, the new common theme. You know, networks themselves, when you really start to look at broadband, whether it's somebody working in a home environment or working out of a hotel or working in an office environment, uh, broadbands have gotten uh, pretty stable overall. I'd say probably over the last seven or eight years, they've gotten a lot better than the, what they were in the early 2000s and even, you know, 2010 timeframe and so forth. So I think you're starting to see that collaboration of customers looking for uh, or uh, looking for platforms like a Microsoft Teams or a Cisco WebEx that really kind of becomes an all-in-one. It might not serve all of your employees, but it's probably going to capture at least 80%, and then it's the other 20% that you want to see what else you can do to customize it uh, overall. For example, one of the items that we work with all the time is uh, when people want to move over to Microsoft Teams, they want different things like CRM integrations with different platforms like a ServiceNow or a Salesforce, but they don't really want it in a contact center environment and we're able to provide those pop-ups outside of a contact center environment or they're looking for text messaging. You know, they want to be able to text their customers back and forth, whether it's to an individual employee or whether it's to a group of employees, but they don't want to pay the high ticket uh, contact center agent license. We're able to deliver that, whether it's Teams or Cisco, et cetera, we're able to, delete, to, to deliver uh, those different types of applications or features to actually work within those core platforms. And I think video is just really just now a, a part of what customers want to see on a daily basis. It's just kind of just a, a necessary item that uh, is just part of these platforms that we're able to go ahead and deliver to our customers. Yeah, and that was going to be my next question, actually. Kind of alongside the UC piece is the huge trend of taking the contact center to the cloud and giving you know, the agents the tools they need to work flexibly. So what kind of trends are you seeing in that space and maybe even bringing you know, UC and CC together? Sure. No, that's a great intro. I didn't even know that was going to be the next question, so that's good. <laughs> um, you know, the, the ironic thing about that is we, we do provide those multiple U, uh, UCAS platforms, but we do the same thing on the contact center as a service. We're a great partner with uh, 5.9. Uh, so we've been selling 5.9 for about six years overall. We're one of their top resellers on a global level. Uh, they're in the Gardner Quadrant as one of the leaders. We do also have our own uh, call tower cloud contact center solution uh, that we private label. And it's a, it's a very good system that does work. It's been, been around for over 20 years overall. And we just keep adding more and more features and benefits uh, to it overall. And we're seeing customers that are really coming to us for both uh, solutions overall. Uh, usually back in the day, it was probably like a 90-10, meaning that 90% of the time the customers were first looking at making the decision on their UCAS and 10% on their CCAS. And that's kind of shifted a little bit. It's now probably more 60-40. So 
customers are still coming saying, yeah, I need to determine my, my UCAS first, but about 40% of those are now saying, well, I got to determine my CCAS because that's really critical to, to where the growth is coming in from my organization. And the demand is that customers are really looking for organizations that are battle tested, that have already proven the integration between those two core platforms. We also work uh, with NICE CX1. We do also work with uh, Genesis as well as, as having uh, integrations directly into their core platforms. So we could kind of deliver that connectivity uh, into those platforms as well. While on 5.9 and on uh, CT Cloud Contact Center, we could do the connectivity and the licenses. But again, we're here to provide that flexibility for customers. And the trends that we're really seeing on the contact center outside of the demand uh, for bundling UCAS and CCAS together, we're seeing a lot of work with different things like uh, uh, interactive voice uh, uh, virtual agent, excuse me, so IVAs. Uh, we're seeing a lot with the different things like agent assist, workforce management and workforce automation are just kind of more of a norm, more than they were before. It was a lot more of a challenge. And these are items that probably three, four years ago were expensive. They're still a little expensive today, but uh, they've gotten a little bit easier to manage uh, for, for customers. And they're seeing the benefits of having those different items like an IVA that really just helps remove a lot of the workload from their agents uh, when they're fielding calls or fielding uh, web chats from their customers to really focus on the core issues uh, for their customers. And these IVAs are really kind of taking the, the simple items and that repetitive type of requests that come in that uh, kind of gets a little tiresome that now their agents don't really have to work with uh, overall because the IVAs are taking, uh, are taking care of them. So when you start to see those trends, I mean, those are really good overall in the industry. I think that that the contact center side has really come a long way over the past three years as far as really integrating these different types of features that before you would have a contact center solution, it would, it would be uh, connected and then you would want an IVA or you would want W uh, workforce management and you would have to go get it from an outside firm. Now a lot of these companies are now actually working and bringing it in-house. So now you're basically getting more of a one-stop shop. So I think it's gonna to continue to grow over the next several years. You have a big transition going from a lot of customers that had a prem-based contact center solution moving into a cloud. Uh, and don't hold me, Tom, to these numbers, but I think back uh, prior to the pandemic, it was probably less than 10% of contact center agents overall were in the cloud. And there's approximately about 17 million active uh, is kind of what the industry analysts say out there overall. And that number has probably grown to a little bit north of 30% uh, over the past two years. So it's definitely been a big growth and, and a lot more moving into the cloud as well. Okay, I've just got one more question for you. We're going to finish by looking forwards. Uh, are you able to give us any clues about what we can expect to see from Cool Tower over you know, the second half of this year? Now we've crept into age two. Sure, sure. You know, we uh, we actually just recently uh, uh, finished an acquisition that we did in March of, of OneStream Networks out of New York, which was just a, a great partnership that we were able to go ahead and bring them into the call tower fold uh, overall. So very excited on where we're going with the uh, with the different products and solutions, really kind of bundling them together to really make sure to, to increase that uh, end user experience. You know, some hard to reach areas in the world that uh, we're a little bit more of a challenge. We're now able to get to those areas uh, sooner, and we're just continuing to really enhance our overall offerings. We uh, recently just announced our uh, emergency notification uh, uh, platform overall, which really means that you can reach out to your customers or to your employees. 
uh, through instant messaging, through text messaging, through email, through phone call, writing different things like inclement weather, um, you know, emergency, if there happens to be a shooter on site. I mean, I know those are kind of some uncomfortable things to bring up on calls with customers, but nowadays, I mean, the way just the world's working, it's unfortunately we have to prepare for different things like that. So for us, it's really about understanding the demands of our customers and really adding and really tying those core platforms together, adding a lot of those critical items that these core platforms are just not going to deliver on and Call Tower is going to create them from the, uh, from the ground up and tie them into Call Tower Connect, that administrative portal that we have, uh, to really make it more of a seamless integration for our customers. So a lot of things that we're working with on the product side uh, that you're going to be seeing here coming out in the second half of 2022. Yeah, it sounds like there's a lot going on, which is fantastic. And thank you for taking the time to talk us through it. Sure, no problem. Thank you, Tom, for uh, having us on and look forward to the next one. Thank you. Yeah, thank you for being here. Thank you, everyone, for watching. If you enjoyed this video, please give us a like and a share on social media. And we'll see you next time.